Network, BroPod, Scott and Todd coming at you live, January 30th, 2018. Tonight's show, sponsored by Diet Coke, more on that later, with a new bevy of flavors to bring you maximum refreshment. What's that? More on that later. More on that later, indeed. It's topic four. We'll get there. I could have put it at the top, but we'll come back to it. Um, How you doing, Todd? Oh, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> Perfect. I listen to that dipshit president. Talk State of the for Union happened tonight. Is the State of the Union always on? Is it always the last Tuesday? I thought it was earlier than that. I honestly don't recall. I, I, I don't know when it usually is, but just uh. listen to him lie and lie and talk about shit that he has no fucking idea what the fuck he's talking about. Right. Racist motherfucker. God. Did he say something racist in the State of the Union? That bag of garbage is our president. Hang on. Did he say something racist in the State of the Union speech? I missed that. Yeah, he says racist shit all the time. But he said it in the State of the Union speech? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. It wasn't his usual overt racism. It was like thinly veiled. Hidden hidden in the message. (laughs) I see. But he says racist shit all the time. He did uh, find a black guy to... To put uh, his... His box. Put, yeah, his name's Corey, and I'm like, "Fuck you, Corey. Nice. <laughs> Fuck you." He doesn't like black people. What is wrong with you? What was Corey's backstory? Stupid piece of shit. Was it Corey uh, the plumber? I, he was a good welder, and he's using oh. his newfound tax refund to like buy a new TIG welder. So I don't know what the fuck he said. Oh. Fuck him. He did say Obama. Obama. <laughs> Obamacare. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's all, senile and a stupid piece of shit. Why are we saying fuck the welder? What did he do? Because... Said, fuck him. If you're a person of color and you're yeah. repping Donald Trump, fuck you. Fuck he pro- you. He probably got paid, all son. He does, all I he does is to try to disenfranchise people <laughs> every fucking day. Don't stand up for that piece of shit. This and more will be covered on Anti-Trump Podcast, hosted by Todd and Ann. I mean, I'm sure there's a million people who would join me. I'm about to say, hey, the BroPod Network is open to all sorts of pods on all topics. All opinions are welcome. I don't give a shit. If it'll bring in listeners, that's really all we're looking for here. So, Bring it in the listeners. We'll have to think about that one. And if you and Ann do it, first of all, it will be (laughs) unlistenable. But it will (laughs) just be two people saying, fuck, fuck, stupid motherfucker. But it'll... (laughs) But if it'll you, be easy to hear, record. You guys can do it in your spare time, you know. If you're gonna hear me and my wife shout profanities <laughs> and talk over each other for twenty to forty minutes. Yeah. That'd be engaging political discourse. Again, that it would not be. But it would be uh it'd be entertaining. And that's what the BroPod Network is all about, is entertainment. Brought to you today by Diet Coke. All right. So let's get in. We got a pretty long list of topics here. A couple of these are pretty quick. Um, we can skip some of them if we need to. No, that's fine. I don't think any of them will take too long. So we talked several weeks ago now, we talked about autonomous vehicles and, um, you know, self-driving cars. And we talked about this. This may have been a couple months ago, actually. We talked yeah, about being on the topic list. So it's been at least yeah. a month. So we talked about flying cars as well. So this topic came up we again. About flying cars. We totally talked about flying cars. And like airspace restrictions. I do so. not remember that at all. Yeah. That was the drunk pod per- for Todd. I was surfing the internet while you were talking about flying cars. It's very likely. I do remember it's kind of a one-sided conversation. But in any event, um, 
But one thing that came up, and it came up uh, probably in a podcast I was listening to, I'm not sure where I heard this or read an article, but they were talking about how as autonomous vehicles become more and more prevalent, not that they're prevalent now, but they will over time, I, I think that is going to happen. The question of how will these cars be able to make moral decisions and who will take the liability in those situations? I'll give you an example. If oh, they sort of did... I mean, there's like a classic like philosophical problem that they featured on The Good Place. Oh. Sort of along these lines, I think. I did not see that. You should um, watch it, show. It's good. Is it? It's a new sponsor, The Good Place. Is no, that... it is actually a really good show. It's on ABC? Uh, NBC. The Good Place on NBC. Weeknights at 8 o'clock. I have no not, fucking not time. Every I've never... I think it's on like Wednesdays, maybe? Oh, okay. It's... I don't know. I don't watch that sort of stuff. But you and Ann can talk about that on your political discourse show. In any event, so the example that I heard is <clears throat> if you're driving along on the Pacific Coast Highway, which as most of us know has cliffs on one side and, you know, kind of a mountainous or whatever on the other side, and you're coming around a curve and, you're, and your car is driving, you're not driving, and suddenly there's a cyclist in the middle of the road that causes you to either swerve into the mountain and potentially kill yourself and everyone else in the vehicle or swerve to the left and oncoming traffic, potentially killing more of those people or swerve even harder left going off the cliff, again, killing everyone in the vehicle or killing the cyclists. And the question is the autonomous vehicles, if even if they're doing everything correct, this scenario could still come up and you can't really program them to react in a certain way, they're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna do something, obviously. But the question is, is there a way to again maybe through experiences, if more of these types of things happen, to train these vehicles to make a decision? And then the question becomes, what is the right decision? And then the further question on the back end becomes, if that happens, and if someone dies, or if multiple someone's die, who is liable in that situation? Thoughts, comment. Yeah, well, I mean, I assume that the the vehicle would be set up to preserve the life the of the passengers in the vehicle. Right. That's what I would assume. I would and agree. it's interesting because, like, like in first on first thought, like all the autonomous cars, you're assuming like um, they can work as traffic because they're dealing with other vehicles, which right. would also be autonomous so they could sync up basically but yep. if introducing cyclists and pedestrians really yeah or a boulder in that situation a boulder <laughs> rolls down the hill you know do you go into oncoming traffic or do you i mean but I, I guess i guess my point my counterpoint would be like well if you're driving the car what do you do you know what i mean if you see a cyclist exactly. you try to avoid them i assume you right. probably swerve into the other lane Probably. You might hit somebody. Like if if you if you're trying to avoid a cyclist and you hit someone else and they die, I, I mean, that's not really anyone's fault. I guess right. they could potentially sue you. But if it's an autonomous thing, um, I mean, just be like, eh, fuck it, the car car did it. Right. <laughs> so the car I, I guess you could it. sue the auto manufacturers, and I'm sure that would happen, but. I mean, the whole point of the autonomous driving is to sort of eliminate these situations. But yeah, I don't. I mean, there, if you have to, it's so the thing on the 
the good, good place. place. If I remember correctly, it's like you're driving a train, and or like a I think they had a trolley car, but and um, you can basically switch between two tracks, and on one track is like your loved one standing in the way or is tied down to it or something, mm-hmm. and the other one like goes off a cliff or something. So you basically kill everyone on the train. So do you sacrifice right. your your friend or loved one who is one yeah. person that would die versus like killing 50 people. Right. And I mean, if you're non-emotional about it, you just kill your, <laughs> the person, you kill know, because them. it's fewer dead, I guess, but that's not how most people work. <laughs> that's right. what I'm saying. Like if they're, if you take the emotions about it, you want to cause the fewest casualties. So yeah. No, of course. I, I assume that would be sort of the secondary logic that would go to it. But um, if it's an autonomous car, I'm assuming it's trying to avoid collision at all costs. So, and to protect the the people inside the car, right? First, so right, yeah. If you're if you're a cyclist, you probably just get mowed down. If it probably. like if it's like swerve into oncoming traffic or off the road, it'd probably just take out the cyclist. I would assume, <laughs> right? I mean, because yeah. that's going to cause the least no. damage to your car. I, I would think so. If if I you're thinking think. about it like dispassionately you just fucking wipe that dude out or lady right yeah or just politely bump him at 35 miles an hour and hope for the best <laughs> essentially kill him <laughs> essentially killing him yes i just tagged him my car as just I, tagged him and didn't kill him as i well know i've never been hit at 35 miles an hour but i've been hit twice so um yeah it's just it, it's an interesting dilemma that i think those uh, which is why the those vehicles are not yet all over the place. There's going to be a whole bunch of that, and I think I think it's going to take years and years for people to actually trust them. Um, I mean, believe it yeah. or not, it's it's slowly creeping into cars that we have today. I think your car has some of this technology, like with the cameras in the back, you know, or the, the dash cam. Camera. You don't have that? Oh, does Anne's car have that? No, our cars are pretty dumb. Oh. But I will say, uh, yes. a friend, a former coworker of mine, his father had a Tesla, like whatever, mm-hmm. like the sedan was. Yeah. The I know where you're going with this. Yeah. S90 or it has like it has some autonomous driving on the highway and he's like it's right. pretty fucking freaky cuz you'll like drive down the highway and there'll be a car in front of you and you want to step on the brake but you just like have to like trust it and let like, it do slow it. down <laughs> and it won't hit the person but he's like it really like it's weird. It feels weird yeah. to let the car control itself. Yeah, I watched uh, I watched a, a vlog series this past summer and the guy had a Tesla and he did a lot of vlogging in his car, and you know he he started out leaving his house, and you could see him handling the steering wheel. But then once he got on the interstate, he would talk a lot with his hands and not touch steering wheel at all, and really not be paying attention. And it wasn't until several episodes in, or several I don't think episodes, to do that. of him doing that, that I was like, did he explain what was happening and how much he liked the car and how cool it was? And I was like, oh shit, I I was wondering about that because I just thought he was utterly irresponsible as a driver. Um, but no, apparently on the interstate, that's, and that's a pretty cool technology. It just, it's, it keeps you in your lane and it keeps you at, uh, you know, I guess the speed limit, I don't know. It keeps you a safe distance from the cars around you. So, um, yeah, I mean, so it's, that, it's interesting cause they're talk, they talk about like the, I think it's usually like LIDAR technology yeah, and how that's going to like avoid accidents. But I haven't, I haven't heard the, the question, like what happens when you introduce, other organic things that are not vehicles and them right. entering the road like like you said like a cyclist or even like an, an animal would you just sure. mow it down Deer. if there's another car in the way 
I, I guess yeah, so. I don't know how it determines. Like, I guess, I, I guess it could basically computer model what that mass is, and if it's smaller than a car, you'd right. just run into that. It'll do the predator scan and tell you the weight and the blood type and say, oh, there is a blood type, so... But, I mean, again, like... I mean, those situations, like, what... You, it's not like you could do it any better as a human being. You know what I right. mean? Like, you're... You can't think as fast as your car's computer can and, like, weigh several possibilities as quickly as it could, oh, so... A hundred percent. I would assume it's picking the correct thing, even though, like... <laughs> right. Again, like, if your child walked in front of your car, you'd probably want it to, like, sacrifice you versus, like, plowing down the child where it's, like, the brain of the, the car doesn't have any of that, like, emotion hooked up to it. Yeah, and again, I, I, I think that's the thing, though, is even though you're right, the car probably would act faster and quicker... Um, you know, are you certain it would make the same decision you would? And, you know, maybe that's something that in the future when you're getting a car, you can pick what what ethical package you want with your car, you know? I mean, it sounds stupid, but... Weird. Yeah, that, I mean, it would be, I want you know? the silver ethics package. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not platinum. Let's go silver. I want everyone else to die but me. I'm not here to save lives. What the fuck do I care? But, I, the, I mean... I think most of the cars would still have like manual override. So yeah, if it, if it were choosing to hit the cyclist or whatever, you could s- swerve and avoid that person. Right. And I, I think almost all of, I think almost all of them do now, but looking ahead 15, 20 years, I think a yeah, lot of them will not. That, that would be the more questionable part. Like just, it's basically just a bus or a train yeah. where you don't have yeah. any control over it. I mean, you're in the driver's seat, but you're napping. Because you have a long drive from L.A. to San Francisco when you're on the PC. I mean, I don't know why you yes, nap on the PC. Yes, I would be napping. <laughs> if I had a car that could drive itself, I would sleep on the way to work yes, every goddamn day. I'm 100% certain of that. So, <laughs> anyway, these are moral decisions. No, I totally, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't drive to work. But, yes, if I did, and but I had a commute of any this is the future where kind, your car is driving for you. I might still cycle to work. You never know. Um, no. <laughs> I guess there are other benefits other than getting there. <laughs> yes, there are indeed. Um, so anyway, these are these are decisions that I guess we'll have to deal with, but probably not for a long time, and perhaps never. Um, uh, you know, I, I think there will always be manually driven cars or human driven cars for at least my lifetime. That's my suspicion anyway. But who knows? Technology is they're the one, they're the ones that'll fuck up the traffic still because everything else will be flowing in a nice even manner yeah. and some and the some humans will be texting and. 2020 yes. Altima will be fucking it up. 2020, well, the near future. I like it. Um, well, that car will no, that car will be the the old. Oh, the old car. Yeah, it'll be 2030, but they'll be driving in 2020. <laughs> I got you. I'm with you. Um, okay, so switching gears 180 degrees. Um, <laughs> let's do a Super Bowl preview. So, well, as we talked about so- last week's pod, special guest Ricky. Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to back up and just discuss Ricky. I didn't really say much because he was fucking going off. I think because he was, like, partially drunk. He'd had, like, three Jack and Cokes at my house and was just oh, wow. screaming in our, my office. I was like, Yeah, he had a little God, he had a little clinky in the glass there, for sure. I wasn't sure what was in it, but it didn't look like it was a, a non-alcoholic beverage. It definitely looked like it had some kick to it. So, I mean, as an Eagles fan, the game was fucking awesome. Yeah, no, of course it was. I could see where he was. 
I mean, whatever. The people behind us were kind of dicks. The one guy was, I don't know, I don't remember if we discussed this. Like, towards the end of the game, he called his friend and was like, Fuck you, motherfucker. You said they'd never make it, you piece of shit. I told you they'd make it. <laughs> but, like, he's just, I'm like, man, you are an awesome friend. Just calling your friend to, like, cuss him out and tell him. While at the game the to team. talk shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even like, wait till you get home. I love it. So that was pretty awesome. And yeah, just, like, singing the Eagles fight song right 700 times did you do that even as you times. were leaving the game with ricky and toe what's that or you just did it in the stadium i said did you do it in the stadium uh, just in the stadium or... in the stadium and then people were chanting the eagles they like spell out e-a-g-l-e-s eagles like people were doing that on the train ride back i got you and then whilst sort of rioting in the streets of philadelphia they're <laughs> I mean, they weren't really rioting. They were just no, standing in the middle of a major thoroughfare, drinking and screaming and punching horses right. or whatever. But they were definitely chanting. Good times. It was fun. So you're saying you would have enjoyed it more if you were there with an Eagles fan, but you still didn't uh, like, avoid pro- it. Entirely. I mean, I had fun. I felt I felt a little bad because like Ricky was like, he's he's like. Vikings suck. They always suck. We're never going to be good. We're never going to make it. And I was like... Yes, he covered that on the pod last week. As you were I was like, dude, you're totally harsh in my mellow here for the Eagles winning this. They're yeah. basically making it to the Super Bowl with, like, the shittiest of the four quarterbacks left. Right. Although Foles has been playing amazing, so... Yes, I, I can't even really call him that. I mean, and he, I mean, he was, you know, he's a, he's a starting NFL quarterback. I know he wasn't because Pennsylvania was going bananas, but he, he, he certainly started plenty of games in the league. It's not like he had no experience. Yeah, and I mean, if you look at a lot of the other quarterbacks in the league, there's a lot of shitty quarterbacks that he could certainly exactly. start for another team. I mean, this exactly. is something, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but I've talked with a couple other people. It's like, so if the Eagles win the Super Bowl with the uh, Foles, then like, what do they do with him next year? Do they trade yep. him and try to get back a good thing? But how do you trade the quarterback that wins you your first Super Bowl? That well, seems kind of impossible. You're not going to get rid of Wentz because he's no. way better than Foles. Yeah, Wentz, Wentz is the quarterback of the future, obviously. I think what you, what you can do, and this may be a bad analogy, but I mean, I'm switching analogies midway through. I mean, look at what Minnesota has. They or what what they have. They have Case Keenum. Oh, yeah, they and have like they two have, yeah, they have they have a, a whole roster of quarterbacks. So, uh, you know, and, and as long as you can afford them, and I think Foles is certainly affordable, you keep him on the roster. True. Just in case. I mean, you know, Wentz is young. Again, he's totally the future, but Foles... Uh, the example I was going to give is uh, uh, Garoppolo. You know, no one knew how good Garoppolo was because he was Tom Brady's backup for a half dozen years. And he finally makes it out, goes to San Francisco, you know, midway through this season, and has, from all accounts, a, a decent finish to the year. So, yeah, you know, it could have been that that New England had that the whole time, and they just never needed to use it because Tom Brady never really got hurt. But, um, you know, so I, there, I think there are plenty of other teams that have decent backups. And hey, as long as the backup's happy, he's getting the money he thinks he needs to, you know, he he deserves then. Yeah, but is he going to be happy? Yeah. Like if he, if Foles that I don't wins know. Super if he Bowl, wins, he this, I know. Like, yeah, I'm cool backing up Pennsylvania over here, even right. though I won you the fucking Super Bowl last year, asshole. I know, I know. You're right. I imagine you'd be a little disgruntled. Did we talk about Garoppolo previously? Uh, I don't think so. We may have briefly. Uh, so Bill Simmons' theory is that um, 
basically like Brady now is, you know, super famous. Obviously, obviously he's right. won five Super Bowls. And uh, Garoppolo is like the guy that's in the locker room hanging out with the linemen, and he's like buddy-buddy with them. And so... <clears throat> um, he's, he's a player's player. Yeah, and uh, basically to avoid any issues, any team chemistry issues... Um, what the fuck's the New England coach? Bill Belichick. Belichick is like, we got to get rid of him. Basically mm. just to keep... Because, you know, Brady's his guy. Yeah. Because um, he's such a, like, strategy thing. It's like, why would you get rid of him? Sure. And so that's, like, his theory. Like, basically hmm. to keep the peace on the team. To keep Which, it from... Uh, yeah, yeah that, I, make, I, that could make sense. I'm sure it could be that plus other things. Yeah, that and or any number of things. <clears throat> but if anyone has an insight and certainly has an opinion, it would be Bill Simmons. So... <laughs> and he knows New England sports teams better than just about anyone out there speaking That's and writing on the topic. So. Mildly obsessed. You could say that. Basically, um, whole So, life. I guess Super Bowl preview. Yeah. I think the Eagles are going to win. Obviously. Sort of. Slight bias. <laughs> Slight bias in that I mean, prediction. I guess Tom Brady had all the stitches removed from his thumb. Yep. So, that could help. I mean, I think the Eagles have a better defense. Excuse me. Yeah, they absolutely do. New England's New England. defense has gotten better as the season's gone on, but at the beginning of the season it was terrible. New England's like not not league. as good as they were last year. The Eagles are right. sort of like, they've been strong all year. I mean, obviously with Wentz going down, people are like, they're done. Right. But they've shown that they can beat quality opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the I think Foles having like two like major playoff games under his belt it's obviously a confidence builder. No one expected sure. them to win the first game, and they sort of squeaked by Atlanta. And then right. last week, or whatever, the yeah. NFC Championship, they fucking demolished them. So. I believe we talked about I think, that. I think they're feeling confident, so yeah. I think that's good. Uh, I mean, obviously Brady has tons of experience, and New England just in general, Brady and Belichick, like they've been there. They're not going to get nervous. That that's one of like Bill Simmons' thing. He's like, you know, he he knows that he's got it's got it's a long ride. Don't like get super amped in the beginning and then just have a letdown yeah. in the second half. So there's definitely right. that experience benefit. But I don't know. I feel like if the like if the Eagles defensive line can pressure him, and Brady doesn't have the receivers that he's had in the past to really work with, you know, I mean, it'll depend on Gronk's health and like. Yeah, he's how, in concussion how protocol. How concussed he is he'll during play. the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, he'll play for sure. Um, but then him and Amendola and all those other guys. That's uh, I, I admittedly, obviously, I'm rooting for the Eagles. I have not watched enough of the Eagles to know is the is the defensive strength more the secondary or is it the line? Uh, I think it's well, it's a little bit of both, but I would say more the the line. Like they okay. do. I mean, Fletcher Cox. Has, has been amazing as far as like putting pressure and just taking people out. Like if you watch, I, and again, I'm not, I'm, I'm a fan, but I don't follow it as closely as I follow like Blazers basketball. But right. if you watch any like Eagles game, you'll hear like Collinsworth. Oh, there's Fletcher Cox doing a great job. This guy's one of the best in the league, blah, blah, blah. You know, how he sort of goes Going off on and, and on. talks. He's like, here's some random player that people don't really know. I mean, Fletcher Cox is pretty well known, but right. he'll pick somebody out and be like, I know you know the quarterback and the receivers are, but let me talk about this other safety guy that you might not be paying attention to. Yeah. So 
He's doing that from experience during his career when no one knew who he was. And he was just the <laughs> lanky white guy. And he wanted his own attention. So. Who's that he's skinny motherfucker catching passes? Yeah, exactly. Who's that 6'7", 165 guy running down the sidelines? Is he that tall? Um, is he 6'7"? No, 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 he's not that tall. He's not 165 either. But no, no one in the NFL is 165. That I, 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 um, but, uh, but yeah, no, the, the reason I asked secondary versus front line is, is because... I think the way Tom Brady certainly won the Super Bowl last year and came back to win the, the game last week was he just starts doing these little 8-yard, 12-yard, 10-yard plays to the receivers, whether in the middle with Gronk, who just lumbers through whatever, or you know the guys on the outside, and he just, he just picks you apart little by little. And that's all secondary. Like, the front line can put pressure... But New England's offensive line is pretty strong too. So, um, you know, but I, I don't think they're as strong this year as they have been in the past. Like, I don't think he's getting the protection. And the Eagles are probably the best defense they've faced in the playoffs for sure. I mean, right? Basically, the the Jaguars didn't really do shit to him last week. But yeah, no. the thing. I mean, the thing about the Patriots is like. I mean, obviously, that they people say this all the time, but you can never count them out. Like <laughs> after last last year's Super Bowl, well, you have to assume yeah. like clearly they could be down thirty points, and there's still a way they can. Yeah, with six minutes to go, they'll find a way to cheat their together. way to win. Yes. So according to the internet, Chris Collinsworth, uh, Collinsworth, Chris spelled without an H, which is very weird. C R I S. Yeah, I've always known that. What a nerd. Uh, six five one ninety two. Wow, so he, I actually was not that far off. He might, he might have been close to 165 when he was playing, because I assume no, he's put on like so. 10 or 15 pounds. So I think he might be one like, of those rare people that actually lost weight, because he just lost the muscle, and now he's just a lanky. Maybe. I, was like, I knew he was tall. He's 6'5 and 192. That is like... That's skinny. Pretty fucking thin. That is skinny. I mean, that's six inches taller than you, and... I don't know, a handful of pounds lighter, too, so... Yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> I mean, not that you're an athlete at all. More on that later. Um, but yeah, that's, no, that's, that's seven inches taller than me, by the uh, way. Amazing stats there for Collinsworth. Um, so yeah, I, I think the line right now is like five and a half, six points. I don't know. I've seen a couple different lines. I should have looked that up before I said that out loud. Actually, um, let me see if I can look it up real quick. I'll look it up. Super Bowl line is not showing up. Minus four. So, you know, Patriots by four. Um, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, this says minus four and a half, but... Yeah, so something in that range. It's around there. Um, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the odds makers always seem to get it exactly right, so I'm sure the final score will be 23-27 or something in that range. Um, but we'll just, just see. It's not, that's not what they think the score is going to be. They're just trying to get people to bet both sides. No, I understand that, but I'm, I'm saying they're almost always, like, right's almost always right in that wheelhouse. I bet it'll be a three to six point final final score, no matter what it is. Whether it's, you know, seven to ten or seven to thirteen. I'm trying to think about reasonable scores. Um, or something much higher. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. I'm trying to see what they're. I was looking at an article and they were talking about the prop bets, but I don't see any of the props. Oh, there's so many prop bets that are really stupid. Really stupid. <laughs> Those are the, the interesting ones. Those are the ones I care about. 
I'm sure there's a bet on whether Justin Timberlake will have an exposed breast at some point during the halftime performance. Is he performing? Whether his own or someone else. Yeah, JT is the uh, is one he of the artists for that. With someone? I, I don't know. I should know that too. Clearly, neither one of us give two fucks about really anything but the Eagles succeeding. Um, let's see. Is it? It's right also fucking weird that like the Roman numeral now is L. Yeah. I mean, I know that's always L-I-I. been a part of it, but it's like not one that you see very often, so it just looks silly. Right. With no right. X's in there, it just seems dumb looking. I agree. That's actually a good point. I thought about that. The LII. Um, it's the Lee Super Bowl. It's like, what? Oh, man. So here's some of the prop bets, some of the weirdest prop bets. Okay. According to uh, USA Today. What color will Pink's hair be when she starts to sing the national anthem? Hmm. <clears throat> White or blonde is five to four odds. Green is five to one odds. Brown or black is also five to one odds. Odds. Green is the same as brown or black. <laughs> yeah. So that... I think I would demand better odds for fucking green. Pink or red is seven to four. That that seems like the bet you make, right? That seems like a good bet. Although, wait, is she an Eagles fan? She might be an Eagles fan. Oh. She's an Eagles fan. The five to one, the green. The might five be to one is yeah. That's good bet. You got that's good money right there. You got to put that down. You can bet. Will she be airborne at any point during her singing of the national anthem? <laughs> you can bet on the number of tweets by President Trump. Huh. Like a, there's a line. There's an over under. Yeah, over under five. Oh, over. You think? I think that's under. well. Unless he might like not watch the game, in which case yeah. it would obviously be an under. I don't think that's... he's watching it live because he doesn't realize that it's on. <laughs> no, I just don't think he'd watch because he hates the NFL. But... Well, former Eagles quarterback Don McNabb's vomiting incident from Super Bowl uh, Thirty Nine be mentioned during the TV broadcast? It definitely will be. Almost certainly will be, especially <laughs> yeah. if there's nerve-wracking moments for Nick Foles to show a picture of him. You know, this reminds me of when uh, Donald McNabb, 13 years ago. Yeah, they'll probably bring that up. So how many times will wardrobe malfunction be mentioned during the TV broadcast? From kickoff to final whistle, not including halftime. Not including halftime. Not including halftime? What's the line there? I'll take Uh, the under. Over one and a half times. Oh, shit. That's That's a tough line. I'd still take the under. You know they're not gonna. You know they're gonna instruct the people not to say. Maybe like at the start of the second half, there might be one mention. Yeah, that would be that it. Feel, that feels like an under. Yeah, they're not. Like I mean, under. I don't know who's the who the announcers are, but it doesn't feel like something. Is it? It's is uh, it? it's Al Michaels. I don't know who he's announcing with, but I know Al, Al Al Michaels is one of the two. Hopefully not Collinsworth. Good lord, can't deal with that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which number will be higher? Points scored by the Patriots in Super Bowl or points and assists recorded by Boston Celtics guard Kyrie Irving versus Portland? In the All-Star game? Oh, versus Portland. <laughs> Jesus. I heard some prop bets that were connected to the NBA All-Star game, which I think is two weeks later, which seems silly. It's weird. So you have yeah. to wait for that to pay off. But. <clears throat> and then who will and... the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? Ooh, the best odds are tough one. family. It's a sixteen to one. Teammates two to one. God, city, coach, owner. No way, it's the fucking owner first. It's either city or teammates, is my thought. 
Like this one's for Phil, especially. Yeah, you know? I can see City. City seems like a good bet. Either City or teammates. If it were Wentz, I'd say God, just because he's real religious. Religious. But... It's not going to be Wentz. I don't know what Foles is. I mean, I'll take Wentz. MVP, Wentz at 101. It's not him. I don't, I don't even know if he'd be the MVP. <laughs> yeah, it could be Jai. I mean, it could be anybody. It could be Howie Long's kid. I don't know. Could be Fletcher right, Cox. That's, that's enough prop bets. All right, enough of those prop <laughs> topic here. Well, I mean, this is a Super Bowl preview, so that's our Super Bowl preview. So, if the line's minus four, who do you think's going to win? Who with do I the think's going to win, or with the spread? No, with the spread. Who, who are you taking? I think the Eagles win by a touchdown. Okay, so you're taking the Eagles straight up. All right. I mean, with the line, I would definitely take the Eagles. If I think they're yeah, going to no. win. Yeah, if you think they're going to win by seven, then <laughs> they can win you get by four one extra points. <laughs> just for the shit of it. Um, okay. I, I hope they win. I, have, I haven't watched enough football this year, so I don't know. I just know that I hate the Patriots. So yeah, fuck the Patriots. Eagles. They got five. They don't need any more. Yeah, exactly. Fuck and them. they beat the Patriots. Eagles the last time they went to the Super Bowl. So Also them. true. Same goddamn quarterback. They've been beating Jesus up on birds Christ. for too many years. I know. It's fucking <clears throat> Going to play at least 46. Yeah. Good luck. And Fletcher Cox will lay him out. Who's their backup, by the way? That, that, that's my that, that's my last Who's question. Who's the Patriots backup? Yeah. What if something happens to Brady? I don't know if they have. Does Belichick if suit up? To Brady, I mean... Yeah, Belichick's gonna be like, put uh, Gronk. In the yeah, Belichick's gonna go. Oh, shit. I think, I think you'd I have to like rip Brady's arm off to take him out of the game, though. I mean, I agree, but you know, I mean, clearly the concussion protocol means nothing, right? Because there are people Obviously. like blatantly concussed, and they just yes. send them right back out. Wobbling their way back onto the field to play the next play. Yeah, no, I agree. Straddling side to side as they yes. lumber out to the huddle, <laughs> falling down a couple of times. Be like, I'm yeah. good. The wrong huddle, by the way. The other team's huddle. Yeah. yeah. Carry on. Oh, okay. Yeah. What did you need? Um, all right. So that's Super Bowl. That's coming up this Sunday. I don't need to. I don't need to advertise that, obviously, because everyone's gonna be watching it. And I'm sure there'll be a Diet Coke commercial. We will take sponsorships. Should we talk about the other sports topic before we talk yes, about Diet we Coke? Sh- I, yes, we absolutely will. I was just reminding <clears> everyone that this pod episode is brought to you by Diet Coke and the new flavors, which we'll get to after talking about the Blake Griffin trade, or as I'm labeling it, the dismantling of the Los Angeles Clippers. Blake Griffin traded to Detroit basketball for basically a bucket full of apples and a $5 bill. No, they got um, a really... Avery Bradley and they got uh, Ave. I know, I know. What's his name? They got a lockdown defender and then a guy from with Lithuania and somebody else. No, they got somebody else. Good. Uh, I mean, decent. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. Who's not okay. great, but decent point guard. Played for the Nets, so he's definitely Wait, was tainted. It Tobias Harris. I didn't think he was a point guard. Hold on a second. All right. Limited information. Obviously, that's how we run this show. Um, <laughs> In any event, I, uh, based on the contract that Blake Griffin signed, it's clearly just a we here in the, as the Los Angeles Clippers are just starting over. We yeah, had the, Tobias we had the Sorry, that was right. We had the the racist sex fiend owner incident <clears throat> three or four years ago. We lost Chris Paul during this past off season. Even though we've been better than the Lakers for a handful of years now, we're still not good. We can't get out of the first or second round of the playoffs. So they're just starting over. They're just breaking the whole team apart, bringing in some some parts. They're and tanking. leaving huge cap room. I mean, I assume and, they're going to trade DJ and uh, Lou Williams. Absolutely, they are. Which is a shame because <laughs> Lou Williams is an incredible. He's a he's a bucket machine. 
But so the question now is, are they doing all this so that they can make a run at one of the big free agents this summer and say, hey, we know yes. the Lakers are going they after all these guys, are. but we play in the same building, we're in the same city, we now don't have shit on this team, so if you want to come score 50 a game, come play with us. Well, they're like I've heard that they're like, we, they probably won't get LeBron, but maybe they get Paul George. Right. Which, by the way, as a Lakers fan, I would love. I don't want Paul George. I think he's overrated. He's acting like he's one of the top eight players in the league. I don't fucking believe that. I mean, he's all hype. You'd rather have both, right? I guess it's kind of weird to have LeBron and Paul George on the same team. Yeah, I don't think that would work. I don't know. I'm concerned. LeBron kind of plays the four, but whatever. Yeah, LeBron's a four, but that worries me because I'm afraid of what we're, we meaning the Lakers, are going to have to give up. We All we have is young talent right now. And I feel like we're going to have to give. I mean, we have a huge opening in the salary cap, but. Quote marks there. I'll remember this conversation. <laughs> All right, you got. You're Kyle putting Kuzma. talent quote marks around future all stars. Yeah, Kyle who, Kuzma, future all star. Yeah, Brandon Ingram, future all star. Ingram, Lonzo Ball, gone. not a future all star. No fucking way. Ingram's not gonna a... be gone. What are you talking about? Why is Why is Ingram gonna leave? Magic Johnson I... has said untouchable about Brandon Ingram. Untouchable. I thought I thought they had Magic to have Johnson, something to trade. Owner. Ingram's the the trade candidate. Don't well, that's, again, that that's what I'm saying that I'm worried about because then you start talking about guys like Julius Randle, Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance Jr., who I love. They might as well call him Larry Hustle Nance Jr. because that's all the fucking kid does. Also, he can jump up and change the light bulb in the fucking <laughs> Staples Center while hanging in midair without the help of a ladder. So He, go- he gone, too. He better not be. That's what I'm saying. If they dismantle this shit to get a 35-year-old LeBron who's been balding since he was 25... I'm going to be pissed. Plus, I hate LeBron. So You're going to be pissed that, if you get LeBron for Larry Nance Jr.? I don't think so. Not just for Larry Nance Jr., <laughs> but if we have to give up Nance Jr. and Julius Randle and somebody like Jordan Clarkson or, God forbid, one of our starters, yes, I'll be pissed about that. Because then it's Scott. LeBron and who? If you can get Ringo LeBron, Starr you, give and a, George Harrison? you give up whoever the fuck they want. No, fuck LeBron. This fucking, we're going to win one, two, three, four. Nope, you won two in Miami, <laughs> you dumbass. I know you didn't pass fucking math in high school, but and one, one that's of how that works. Definitely should not have won. Exactly. That's exactly right. Won that <laughs> they won one and a half <laughs> in Miami, and he's fucking tra- talking about five. What's you Dwayne won, Wade doing now? You, what's Chris Bosh doing one now? And, uh, what's his name? Won the other one. Goddamn! What's his name? Jesus Shuttleworth. Oh, Ray <laughs> Allen. Yes. Ray Allen. <laughs> yes, that was the luckiest. Yeah, I, don't get me started on that one either. Anyway. Still pissed about that one. What were we talking about? Clippers? Clippers. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, so, yeah. I think that was a good move for the Clippers, though. I feel like they came out on top of that trade. I agree. Hanging on to Blake Griffin for four or five more years does not help them at all. Blake Griffin's going to make, like, close to fucking $40 million in 2021 or something. Yeah, That's insane. He's, yeah, he's got a max con- He's got the, the Westbrook contract. I think it's maybe a step below, a half step below. But Dear God. He's he getting makes, silly like, money. $32 million this year or something. Fucking nuts. So the question becomes, on the other side, not that anyone cares about the Eastern Conference, does this make Detroit a contender for the, one of those top four spots along with the Raptors and the Celtics and the Cavs? No. And whoever else is up there. Maybe. No. Maybe they can get to five. I mean, it doesn't matter because it's going to be Celtics-Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals. <clears throat> so we got Celtics-Cavs, uh, The Raptors, Raptors are right there. Yeah. And who else? I forget who the Bucks. fuck he was. I just saw it's it. Probably, it's probably Washington, but they're going to fall out because John Wall 
blew out his knee. Yeah, or John Wall's done for two months. I saw that today. And it's like the hardest stretch of their schedule, apparently. So they're gonna yeah. drop. Some. I mean, there's never a good time. The Heat, the Heat are fourth right now. Jesus. And then the Wizard. And the Heat have basically nobody. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that's how bad the Eastern the... Conference is. They have right. uh, Goran Dragic and uh, fucking Whiteside. That's about it. Although Whiteside's a beast, but that's not going to win any games. Yeah, the Pistons are ninth right now, so they'll they'll move up. Who, Whiteside? Yeah. I don't know, but he gets 24 rebounds a game, so. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, they. And a handful of blocks, too, so. Miami should not be fourth. No, I agree. And there's a bunch of of teams landlocked there eight eight games back. The Wizards being one, the Bucks and the Pacers. And then the 76ers, the The team of the future. the, The Bucks should be, like. Fourth place. The Bucks will move up. The Bucks will move up. I think the Pistons will move up, and then I think the the Wizards will probably fall out. I don't see how they maintain this. There's no way they can hang on to a playoff spot. So they'll be the odd man I, out. I don't think they'll drop out all the way, but John Wall is pretty important to that team. That's so sure. Whiteside right now is averaging about 12 rebounds and 14 and a half points. Yeah, that's disgusting. I'll take those numbers. I'll take those numbers anytime. He's got an 8-3 wingspan. I mean, come on, okay. join my team. You don't want LeBron, but you're in love with Hassan Whiteside. I would take I would take Whiteside before I take LeBron. Absolutely. No, shut the fuck up. Not. I would, because we could get we could get Whiteside for nothing. He was actually in talks with the Lakers. Is it two summers ago when he was a free agent before he resigned? I mean, Larry Nance gives you nine and seven, so he's yeah. like he's like that's half, the statue half of Hassan watch, Whiteside. Watch a game. And see the hustle points. It doesn't show yeah, up in the I'm, box score. I'm not. That's not a criticism of Larry Nance. I'm saying I don't understand I don't. why you're so in love. Well, with Whiteside's all, Whiteside. Whiteside's also a starter. Larry Nance is generally not a starter, based on some injuries he might be. But um, in any event, let's move on. That's enough about basketball. Is it? Let's talk about. Yes, it is. It always okay. is. Again. You, you know, you I could and, talk uh, about basketball as long as you I know. Want. You and Kirk could start the uh, the Blazers podcast and talk basketball for an hour every week if you want to. I have no problem doing that. In fact, I encourage you to eventually. do that. What's that? I should see how the Blazers are doing right now. Oh, yeah, of course. All right. So let's move on and talk about the new upgrade to the flavor sensation and the cans of today's primary sponsor, our lead sponsor, Diet Coke, for a refreshing beverage with zero calories. Diet Coke. With a new slim can and four new flavors. Now, I noticed, since we're on Skype and I can see what you're doing, that you are consuming a skinny Diet Coke can as we are recording this podcast. Perfect. I know the sponsor is happy to hear that. It appears to be a ginger lime flavored Diet Coke. Is that correct? It is. And And you said it just tastes like Diet Coke. I can't really tell that this has flavor in it. But it's delicious. What's that? Right? But it's delicious, not, right? Not bad. It just doesn't... All right. Primary sponsor. Like if you t- <laughs> oh, yeah. I like... I don't mind this one. I've had... Okay. Uh, so far, I've had Twisted Mango, this one, okay. Ginger Lime, and Zesty Blood Orange. I have to say... Comments? Zesty Blood Orange was much better than I was expecting. I didn't... Really? I've never had the, like, uh, Diet Coke with orange from, like, a freestyle machine or anything, because I'm like, yes. that's weird. Right. Why would you put orange in Diet Coke? But that's pretty tasty. The Twisted Mango tasted like 
a little too fruity. Too fruity, yeah. I could see it that. tasted like you mixed like a, a fruit cup, like the syrup at the bottom, with a diet right. coke. So it kind of just, just tasted weird. And as that I said, sounds disgusting. Yes, I have not had the feisty cherry. I assume that tastes like cherry diet coke, but that's it's gonna be delicious. <clears throat> and the ginger lime is is fine. I don't really taste the ginger, to be honest with you. It could be a little ginger, gingerier. Say that. Say that three times fast. <laughs> But you do taste the lime, is what you're saying? Uh, not particularly. Oh, okay. I didn't notice it, to be honest with you. Fair enough. Um, but do you? So, but what are your thoughts on this as a as a marketing so, campaign for Dyke? I heard that they're basically trying to compete with like Lacroix. Yeah, and La some, of the other, yes. uh, some of the other flavored waters. Sure. Which I don't know. Let's see, like. I think the people that drink those tell themselves they're drinking water, so I don't think they're going right. to drink flavored Diet Coke necessarily because they think that Diet Coke is bad versus of these magical waters that have tons of flavor, but you don't know what the ingredient is. It's just like natural flavors, quote unquote. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> I don't think they're going to pull a lot of, I mean, the can shape is just basically like, oh, this is something different. Right. Something new, something different. Like, just so um, people notice it. But Do you think that in any way, and this has been my thought, controversial if you will, but do you think that in any way Diet Coke is competing with itself in the form of Coke Zero? Because Coke Zero is actually succeeding. Maybe. I mean, they, they want both of them to succeed, right? Basically, they of have course they do. Coke Zero for fatties who like Coke. But don't want to give up the taste or, of Coke because, or Coke, skinny people like me who just enjoy Coke Zero. <laughs> but it's so gross. It I, I don't too, think it is. I, it tastes too sweet. Ugh. Well, I like the crisp, refreshing taste of straight Diet Coke. I do not like Coke Zero. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> um, um, but yeah, but I, that's my. That, I guess that's my controversial opinion is that they're competing against themselves because Coke Zero. If you watch any sort of sporting event, particularly basketball, particularly college basketball, um, why would you watch that? Because it's one of my favorite sports. Um, a you ton see what the next of class Coke of Zero. NBA players look like. Yes, again, not to yet again get off topic. I don't understand why someone who's such a huge NBA fan does not like college basketball. Because it's yes, it's a so preview. Boring. God, it's of terrible. What makes it boring? Let me explain something to you. And All I they like do the is NBA. Shoot threes. And the players. When's the last time? You, hang on. Shut the fuck up for a second. When's the last time you actually watched a full college basketball game? Never. In its entirety. It's been a long. Fucking exactly. Time. So you have no room to talk about this. I'm I watched one this morning. I watched one this morning. When I watch college just basketball, shoot it just looks like the G League, but worse. By the way, I actually enjoy when I can catch them. I enjoy watching G League games too. You know why I enjoy watching G League games? Because I get it's to see college those college players. players that didn't make it fully to the league. You get to see so Nolan f- Smith balling. No, Nolan Smith is an assistant coach for Duke right now. But is he, he did really? play in the G League. for? Yes, he is. I think it's his second year, too. He's been an assistant coach for a while. Worst draft but, for the Blazers ever. Yeah, that wasn't a good selection. Um, but he did have a miraculous senior year at Duke. I'm not going to lie to you. He, he helped himself <laughs> make some money doing that. But... In any event, I don't I, I, I don't get it. They don't just shoot threes. There's a lot of inside play. I mean the, the, the best draft picks that you know the 
the top ten, the lottery picks, let's say, coming into this year's draft are, you know, 10 or 11 of them are college freshmen. And of those 10 or 11, eight of them are big guys. So they're all inside players, box out, rebound, get the dunks, dunk city. But here's a situation that I'm confused about. Yeah. <laughs> the, situa- the situation I'm confused about is... What are we talking about? Oh, we're, Diet We're talking Coke. about Diet, Diet Coke, right. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it home. The thing, <clears throat> the thing that I'm confused about is if you're such a fan of all the players in the NBA, you'd want to see their humble beginnings, and that's what college basketball is. Also, college basketball more of a team game. If I want to watch a fucking two-and-a-half-hour isolation practice, I watch an NBA game. It gets too much, especially if you're watching the fucking Rockets or something, or, I'm sorry, Damian Lillard. Yeah. Hey, clear out. I'm 45 feet from the basket. I'm going to do some moves in ISO. and we either play, We play better when we get the uh, motion offense going. but Yes, exactly, but how often does that happen? It's not a Globetrotters it's, game. It's, they fucking isolate. Improving. And then they shoot and they kick their legs out like pussies and get the fucking four-point play. And it annoys the shit out of me. They're all liars who make too much money. Go Lakers. Jesus. Anyway, Diet Coke, lead sponsor. Four new flavors, ginger lime, twisted mango, zesty blood orange, Todd's personal favorite, and feisty cherry, Todd's second favorite, although he hasn't had it yet. But I have a feeling he's going to like that one. Yeah. And you can still get the regular Diet Coke. was my favorite flavor of those that I had. See, I think it's a – And I haven't had the cherry one. It makes perfect sense, though, because I'm a fan of the – it's hard to find out here, but they have uh, Sunkist Zero. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Sunkist, the orange soda, but it's, you know, the zero um, flavor, whatever. Zero calories, zero sugars. Uh, I love that in and of itself, so I can imagine mixing that with a cola would be yeah, a winning some of the orange, Some of the diet orange sodas have a weird, like, aftertaste. I don't know if it's this – like, one of them tastes weird. I can't remember if it's the they Sunkist do. or not. You know, it's uh, and that's why I prefer the Sunkiss Zero because Diet Sunkiss does have the aftertaste you're talking about. And I'm oh, not I, a fan. I haven't seen the Sunkiss Zero, there, or maybe I haven't had. It, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just yeah. saying I've had like a Diet Orange Soda that tastes weird. Some of them taste right. good, and some of them taste weird. But that's the that's the beauty of the freestyle. When you can find it, is that you can sample all these sorts of flavors. I think freestyle has Fanta. Yeah, they do have most Fanta Zero. I've seen. Um, but they also have the mellow yellow zero. And oh you can yeah, mix in like, I like some the strawberry or cherry. You yeah, you can get some crazy any freeze color you want. Yeah, exactly. It's totally like a child. <laughs> Completely again, unnatural. So it's a good time. Yes, one hundred percent. So again, that's our talk on on Diet the, Coke. Lead sorry, to yes. Touch tip back into the mellow yellow zero. Uh, yeah. I really like the mellow oh. yellow uh, cherry zero. And the, yeah, that's for a the while one. they had like. Uh, Cherry Diet Mountain Dew, like you could buy it in bottles and shit, but they never they stopped making it. It's so fucking good, or the Code Red, whatever. Code Red. They had Diet Absolutely. Code Red. Man, that's that shit's the bomb. Back in my sugary soda drinking days, <clears throat> when Code Red first came out, it, I, that was yeah, I agree, that was amazing. I wouldn't buy it that often because it was never on sale. But sometimes I treat myself and spend the extra fourteen cents, and it was treat really yourself. good. <laughs> treat yourself. It was really good. Um, and then when I stopped drinking regular sodas and was forced to start drinking sugar-free sodas, I I never found Diet Code Red. But if you're telling me that existed, I need to order that. It, by it the exists. Caseline. I haven't seen it in probably like close to a decade, but it definitely oh. existed. Okay, I'll have to look that up. They have to order it online. Go to Amazon. Amazon has everything. Fucking Jeff Bezos. 
hundred billionaire. Oh. Yeah, you can buy it at Walmart.com. Ooh, I'll check that out. There's a Walmart not far from me. And Target. Make a field com. trip tomorrow. And you can definitely buy it on Amazon. Okay, good. What's the price? Is it the the plus fourteen cents, or can I get a discount on that? Because <laughs> I'm buying in bulk. I don't know what a normal twelve pack costs. Well, what's the what's the deal that you saw on one of those sites? Walmart has it listed for five seventy, which seems a little spendy. For a twelve pack? I thought a twelve pack was like four bucks. Yeah, three fifty. I don't, I don't buy sale. soda in cans usually. I buy it in like two liter bottles. So. I don't either. But if you told me they had Mountain Dew Diet Mountain Dew Code Red, you they know, do. Where Where's the line? Because I'm going to be in it. So. <laughs> it's good. You should definitely pick some up. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> sugar-free soda talk. Speaking of, if you want the best deal on sugar-free soda, oh, Jesus, I'm uh, trying to end the second. Yes, Walmart has two liters for a dollar. It's fucking insane. Like name brand two liters? Any kind of soda you want, a dollar. Really? Diet Mountain Dew, a dollar. Diet Coke, a dollar. I've not some, been to the, the Walmart near reason, us. For some reason, you like Diet Pepsi, a dollar. Yeah, I don't know why you would. Diet Pepsi is garbage. It Fla- literally tastes like flavor piss. is so gross. It's the worst <laughs> thing in the world. We already told that story about the famous Diet Pepsi story, but dill. I thought it was a weed. No, it was dill, you idiot. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> I have no idea what okay. you're talking about. We were pulling weeds that old guy's house oh, yeah, yeah. near oh, the Smiths. That was Diet Coke, I think. No, that was Diet Pepsi. Anyway, I am 100 percent certain that was Diet Pepsi, and it was. I can terrible. see Diet, Diet Coke can in my mind, so. No, definitely. <laughs> I get ill just thinking about it. Anyway, um, so that's that's sugar-free soda talk ending. One more yeah. topic, and then our usual update, and then we'll be done here. So you have a couple quick rants you want to go through, so I want to hear all about this. One with a locksmith and one with uh, yeah. web so server. The, go the locksmith is not really a rant. The locksmith, so we... Uh, had a house cleaner come over today for the first time because okay. we don't have time to clean the house or don't really want the to. The brooms? Whatever. What's that? Was it the brooms? No. Remember the brooms used to clean I, our house? I do remember the brooms, no. Okay. This was... An ironic name. Anyway, yes. I forget what the name of the company is, but it's interesting because they send like five to seven people so they have your house cleaned like Whoa. in 45 minutes. Eight minutes? Because <laughs> they have like just a fleet of people coming to your house. Um, Jeez, Louise. And our so our house, you know, was built in the 70s, and we have this older lock, and we gave them a key and said, basically, just turn the key to the right because the way our door locks, if if you turn it to the left, it locks the deadbolt, and if you turn it to the right, it just unlocks the door, assuming the deadbolt has not been locked. Yes. Um, and on the back side, there's like a thumb switch, basically like a little thing that you can turn from the inside. A to lever. Yes. Lock the deadbolt. Yes. It should only turn to the right, but the one in our house will turn to the left sometimes. And if it's not at 12 o'clock, say, it will fuck up the door. You, it doesn't matter if you have the key. You cannot open the door. Right. If it's turned. So it got turned today when the cleaning oh, people shit. left and couldn't get in our house. <laughs> Called the locksmith and he's like, I can't do anything. He's like, even if I drill out the lock, it's not going to matter because... Basically, the the bottom, like the handle part, is the part that's locked, and because right. of the because it that's engaged, you can't. If you drill out the deadbolt, it doesn't do anything. So he's like, we're gonna have to like 
He's like, there's no other doors. And I was like, no, well, we have a sliding glass door, which is how we ended up getting in, which I didn't think we'd be able to. But he used like an airbag and like pushed the doors apart and then used basically like a a car door lock popper. Jimmy. And pulled and, yeah. yeah, Jimmy. And pulled. we had a piece of wood basically making it so the slider couldn't open. And he popped that out and then we were able to get in that way. But, oh, man. Wow. It was a real pain in the ass. <laughs> <clears throat> now let me ask you because I went through a locked out of my house experience, which I know you've heard the story of. How much did this cost you? So especially with the reasonable. airbag edition, it was only 120 bucks. Wow. Which I we've we were yes. locked out one time before, and it was like 300. I thought 350 or something. I think it's what you said you had to pay. That's what it felt. No, like I didn't last pay time. nearly that much. But my we didn't have to airbag the. How much was yours? Store either. It would have been 120 it was, regardless. It was 140. It was 140. Oh, that seems like a good going rate. Nice Russian man, Alex. Or he sounded, always, yeah. he sounded Russian. I don't know if he's actually Russian. I think but, my guy was Lebanese. I think never of America. <clears throat> I think he was like, fuck, I don't know how we're going to get in. He's like, I thought we were going to have to break a window or something. I was like, yeah, yeah, we're not breaking a window. We slept in a hotel and figured something out tomorrow. That would not be smart. So um, you got in. That's all so, that matters. Yeah, we got in, thankfully. Because once you get inside, you can easily just flip the thing. Yeah, of course. Back up to 12 o'clock, and then it works fine. But of course. Because the fucking morons. Well, I'm blaming it on them. It might have been the key we gave them, because we've had some problems with other keys. So we so have... the, question, the question at hand here is, did they do a good job cleaning the house? Oh, yeah, they do a great job cleaning the house. <laughs> That's right. The, the fleet of cleaners did quite a quite yes. a good job cleaning the house. All 19 of them. That's good. <clears throat> the thing okay. is, like, I don't know how, like, all they had to do was unlock the door, and they're like, it was hard to get in. I'm like, but you got in. So all you had to do was, like, not touch <laughs> the lock and then pull the door closed when you left. You clearly Instructions are hard to follow lock. sometimes. Yeah, someone did. I well, can't... and that's that's the issue with having so many people is, Everyone's going to point the finger on the at somebody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, who knows? I feel like we should charge them the 120 bucks. I don't know if we will or not. Good luck with that. Or just, like, give us the next cleaning for free. Yeah, that'd be a good deal. Maybe we could do that. How much is the cleaning? 80 bucks? 100 bucks? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Around that. We'll pay the bills. I know. I did not All organize right. <laughs> the cleaners, so I, <laughs> I believe it's around that amount. That's a good deal. Okay, All so right. that was less of a rant and more of an annoyance. Sure. Uh, I have become the webmaster for my daughter's school's PTO website, which ah. is pretty fucking useless. But basically, they they write up things and I put them on their like WordPress site. Okay. Because I know something about posting things on the internet and design. But right. um, so they had a .dot org uh, URL. They, for whatever reason, it's through GoDaddy, uh, is the who they register the domain with, and right. for whatever reason it lapsed. I don't know if like the email went to the old person or what happened, but they didn't renew it. Got it it expired. So GoDaddy has this like sister company called I forget what it's called Domains at Home or some bullshit name, where they basically sure. if if a domain they have registered lapses. That company just snaps it up, and then they charge you like 180 bucks recovery fee 
to to get it back from this other company. I'm like, it's so I looked it up and I'm like, because you can do like the who is data to see who owns it. And I was like, sure, what is this company? And I looked up the company and it's owned by GoDaddy. Yeah, it's the like, same one. Motherfuckers, yeah. I'm not paying you $180 to give me back the domain that you didn't have to do anything to maintain. Right. That they sold you to begin with. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. they. so when they, they called to renew it, they got the .com instead of the .org. And so I was like, let's just use the .com because it's like $8 a year to like register the domain versus like 250 to get it for five years with the $180 recovery yeah. fee. Of course, yeah. <clears throat> and they're like, no, everyone knows it as .org. I'm like, first of all, nobody visits the website, so it doesn't fucking matter. But <laughs> <clears throat> like literally no one visits it. Right. Um, but yeah, so they want to pay. I was like, well, <laughs> I so I was chat. I was trying to get the, I went through the host. They have the host through this digital PTO thing, which is another weirdo thing that we pay for. Um, right. and they're like, all oh, your settings look right. So they're like, why don't you contact GoDaddy? I'm like, and tell them what? Cause everything was pointing to the right place, but we, we were just pointing. We didn't, I didn't realize that we had purchased.com instead of .org. So that was the problem basically. I gotcha. And I talked to the tech guy. I was chatting with him and he's like, it's, it's lapsed. I was like, no, we re- renewed it. And then he's like, he sent me the page. It's like, show that it was expired. And then I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> we have dot, dot com instead of dot org. Right. And so I start. I was. I looked up who it was, and I was like, "You guys own this. You guys are. You're totally scamming us. This is a ripoff." And he's like, "I can offer you fifty dollars off." And I was like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" I didn't say that to him, but that's what I wanted to say. And I was, right. I was sitting there for a while because I was just stewing, like, "You motherfuckers! You want to charge me one hundred and eighty dollars, basically for no reason other than you can." And right. he he's like, "Are you still there?" And I was like, "I'm consulting my legal team." He's like, okay. Because <laughs> I was like, there's got to be care. a way to sue your dumbass for doing that. I mean, the, the tech guy didn't care, but of course J- not. JP was his name as it was listed. Oh. Spelled J-A-Y-P-E-E. I'm like, that's a terrible name if that's your actual Get name. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, that was what was listed in the chat window. But oh eventually God. I was like, okay, can I pick this up later? He's like, sure. But right. I think they're gonna pay it. I was like, well, if because the there, there's another woman who like handles the financial side. I was like, if you do it, call them and like hassle them, tell them they're screwing you over, and maybe they'll give you some money off because it's such a bullshit scam that they're doing. Feels like she's probably not gonna do that. <clears throat> yeah, she's gonna be like, here's your two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, that drives me. I'm like, it's a fucking PTO website. You're really gonna charge like two hundred dollars to get back a domain that no one else is going to use. It's a .org domain for one elementary school. Right. It's not like a whole district or you something. You greedy motherfuckers. Like, literally, there's like six people that look at this website. Four of them work on the website. Yeah. So, fuck GoDaddy. They're definitely not a sponsor. No. But they do host BroPodNetwork.com. <laughs> do they so really? <laughs> go to Bro... Yeah, they do. So go to BroPodNetwork.com Jesus for all your BroPod Network needs, you including... Go, Daddy. Fuck them, man. Because they have the cheapest price. Including uh, the upcoming episode of Crypto Willy, where we talk all things cryptocurrency. Also, Todd Nan Talk Politics. Wait, and, is, uh, is Crypto Willy a real Todd podcast? And... Tell me about this. It will this. be, yes. When's that happening? It's just... it's. Wilson and I have been trying to schedule the recording for a while now. Wait, is it Willie because of is... Wilson? Yes. 
not some veiled penile reference or anything? No. <laughs> Why the I fuck would I have a veiled penile reference on the bro pod? I have no fucking we have credibility idea to maintain here. It. Yeah, Crypto Willie, hosted by me and Willie. I've never heard That's you call name. him Willie before. Oh, yeah, his name is Willie. Has nothing to do with his penis, although his work's fine. His third daughter's going to be born here soon. So, um, <laughs> he could have had it anyway. stored. <laughs> anyway. Or extracted um, in some other way. I mean, it's true. It's a good point. <clears throat> Not the case. So let's wrap this up. Okay. We're, uh, we we're a little along? long here, and I, I know you have you have some business travel to go to tomorrow. People love What time us. is your flight, by the way? Uh, it's not till like, 11. Oh, well, then. I'm not, fuck, I'm not we can fucking around with an early flight. Yeah, I do want to see the end of the so. Blazer game, though. Okay. Well, then, we only have one final topic, and you know what it is. Uh, No updates. <laughs> I have not no run. updates on the running. I have not no run running. since our last conversation. <laughs> All right, so let, just to recap, everybody. Last week, the very, very popular episode with good friend Ricky. Um, with the excuse drunk was, Ricky I haven't rambling. run. Drunk Ricky, yes. The excuse was, I haven't run in five days because I have a guest in town. It's true. All right, I'll kind of go for that. Even though Ricky admitted hangover, there were plenty of times. There were plenty of times where you could have been outside running for an hour and he would not have known because you were out fixing a garage door or something, as I recall him mentioning. And so since then, I guess maybe you're just in recovery mode from the Ricky visit. Because yeah, it's now was, eight days later, I'm still recovering. and you've yet to run since then. So, again, as, as a final recap, just to round this up. So, your shoes, which you purchased for the purpose of trying to get into shape by running, yes. have a total of, what, 11 miles on them? Maybe 12? Is that what we're working with here? Sure. That you've had them for a month? About, sounds about right. Okay. Haven't yet gotten the, uh, the full baker's dozen on the shoes. That's good. That means they don't smell bad yet, and uh, no, they they're still very usable. They smell minty fresh they smell brand new i, I just yeah, need I'm to sure like i need to set up my little run coaching thing again like restart it and just yeah, decide you, that clearly. i'm gonna do it and i haven't done that yet you need to scrot up and just get out there and run i know it's the winter i, I know it's cold it's not even that it's just like it's more getting up at like five in the morning to go run <laughs> it's rough yeah it is rough shitty kids well, keep me up all night yeah clearly i'm tired <laughs> My shitty As brother keeps me up till 11.30. 11.30. Although you've admitted you're going to go from recording the podcast to watching the Blazers. True. Game. So I think you should blame the, the shitty Blazers. <laughs> Feels like the real culprit here for keeping you up more West Coast basketball team is keeping me up Yes, till your West morning. Coast basketball fandom is really fucking with your sleeping schedule. That's quite clear. So in any event, well, we will let you go get to uh, the Blazers game. Have fun in uh, your business trip tomorrow. Chicago. Any recommendations for Chicago? I mean, I've been there before, but I don't know if you are. You going to be downtown? Recommendations. What's that? Are you staying downtown? Yes, I will be right off the Miracle Mile, which oh. is like the shittiest part of Chicago, unfortunately. It really is. Uh, Michigan Avenue. There's some good shopping there. You can go to uh, any of the number of pizza places, deep yeah, dish pizza. Been, I'm actually not there. a fan, but you know, <clears throat> when in Rome, I'll probably so. have some. And if you can make it to the Willis Tower. And you go up. Which I've heard about? it's a great view. The one, yes, the what? What you talking about? Willis Tower. The one time I went up, it was a rainy, foggy day, and we couldn't see a goddamn thing. So, um, <laughs> if you awesome. go, take some photos, and Here's get more Tower. out of the twenty-five dollars. Fog six feet outside the. Willis I mean, to Tower. be fair, they warned us at the base, but we were like, no, we decided we were going to do this before we came on this trip, and so we're going to do it. 
and we couldn't see shit. But um, they do have the little encased glass case that like juts out the side of the building. Uh, that's the one that like cantilevers out the side. Yeah, I know you're a bit of a puss. I'm imagining you're not going to no, do that. But care. if you did, it bother me. I'd stand right. on that. Well, I mean, I'm Instagram it. I would say I like. I'm not afraid of heights. Like looking over tall things like makes me a little uncomfortable. But I, yeah, I I have complete faith in like structural stability of that. I wouldn't bother me to stand on that. Okay, that's good. I find it hard to believe, but that's good. Well, I'm sure you're not going to go to the Willis Tower. Well, if but I if you go did... to the tower, I'll take a fucking picture to show you that it doesn't bother yeah, me. Yeah, you should. With my and then shoes. we can talk about that in the next pod. <laughs> With your fresh-smelling running shoes on that have had zero I don't know if I'll be wearing those shoes or not. I know, you so probably I... wouldn't, but I, might. I understand. Who knows? I'm going to be staying up all night, though, so I don't know if I'm going to be... Basically, I'm going to get to Chicago, go to a record store. Then maybe take a nap, okay. then stay up all night, then fly out the next day. It sucks being on the and east this coast. Is, <sighs> and this is a business trip. Yeah, it's well. So we're we're doing an install, so it happens at night because that's when the store is closed. The, the store is closed. I understand. Okay, that so, makes sense. Now. But like, it sucks. Like when I was lived on the west coast, coming to the east coast was like a thing. So you'd have to be here at least three or four days. But it's a fucking two-hour right. flight to Chicago, so. You can pop go in, in a pop day out. and back. I mean, it's overnight. You're flying so. in out of Midway? No, South I'm West? actually going to... Uh, I'm flying O'Hare? United, so we're going to O'Hare. Oh, I don't O'Hare. know if that's better or worse, but... It was cheap. It was only like will... 30 bucks. O'Hare's giant. It's like the second biggest airport behind Atlanta. But I will give you one suggestion then. <clears throat> when you're in O'Hare, when you're leaving, get some Garrett's popcorn. <laughs> Get the Chicago mix. Chicago it's cheddar popcorn. Coworkers like get some Garrett's popcorn. I was like, do you really want some? Yes. He's like no. But I've had the, yeah, I've had the Chicago mix. That's the it's cheese good. and caramel. The cheddar cheese flavors. and the caramel. It's it's excellent. Nobody beats it. Every time I'm in Chicago, I get some. Nobody beats home. it. Nobody beats the Whiz or Garrett's popcorn. So check it out. All right, have fun on your trip. Thank you. And. Can't wait to see the picture next week from the Willis Tower. I didn't say I, the I'm update. definitely going. I said if I go, I will. Take I know a if you go, and you're not going to. How much does it cost? And that's, I think it was like twenty bucks to go up. Fuck, I don't remember. Twenty like bucks that. to go up there doesn't seem worth it. It's, it's pretty tall. If it's a clear day, it's worth doing. All right, but I'll we'll leave it up about to it. you, obviously. Yeah, you're that's on, that's on Michigan Avenue too, isn't it? Or like close? No, enough. it's on South Wacker. It's all close down there. You could. I'm sure you could Uber it and expense it if you really needed to. I'd imagine. I don't know. You guys should uh, record the uh, Crypto Willie podcast from Wacker Avenue. From Wacker Avenue? Yeah, we could. Right near the elementary school. Willie Wacker. Anyway, Willie Wacker, yes. All right, so let's end it there. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Diet Coke with your brand new flavors. All refreshing, all delicious. Sponsored by Todd. Todd's holding the ginger lime can there now. Interesting combination, but I'm sure it's fantastic. Thumbs up indeed. Delicious indeed. And thank you for listening. This has been Bro Pod with Scott and Todd. Until next week. Peace. See ya!